Hi everyone, my name is Vanessa Valluco and welcome to Personal Pans. Conversations about belief, transformation, and all the weird and wonderful things we experience. Today's episode is with Melanated Magician, a writer, thalamite, and diversity professional. And you know what? When you talk to somebody who, who, who does this for a living, you have the most incredible conversation about diversity and inclusion. This is something I care a lot about. What does it mean to foster relationships with, to create community with people who don't look like you? And, and we ended up having this incredible conversation about structural bigotry and what real inclusion looks like. And it, it just made me so happy <laughs> because it, Nick brought up this really incredible point, which is if you care about the phenomena, if you care about the paranormal, and you care about getting a full picture of information, when you don't talk to people who don't look like you, you get this incredibly narrow worldview about what is out there in terms of cryptids or in terms of occult beliefs. There is this incredible power in speaking to people who have different backgrounds and different life experiences than you do. Not only for, um, you know, just mundane things, but also in terms of paranormal and the occult. It, this was an uh, it, incredible, I'm nearly speechless. This was an incredible conversation and I hope you enjoy it as well. So hello, it's nice to meet you. It's good to meet you too. <laughs> yeah, I know. I appreciate, um, I appreciate this because like I said, I read your blog posts, um, like I see your tweets and I, and I just like, you have a perspective on Thalema and on the occult in general that really jives with how I see things. Um, part of that is because I'm a chaos magician and I'm like, everybody should just do whatever, like not whatever, but like there should be more freedom and more uh, accessibility and openness um, yeah. as opposed to like kind of stodgy ideas of magic the rooted in history it's like we're always trying to recover some imagined history as opposed to like what are we living in right now that right? can be part of the current yeah yeah i mean it, that just it seems so backwards i mean i guess it's it literally is backwards <laughs> it's backwards thinking yeah. uh but i mean it seems it seems wild to me that like people who are so open to, and I mean, you brought up the occult, but I think it's this way in the paranormal too, that people are so open to the idea that like ghosts are real or Bigfoot might be a fairy or that like I can affect the world with my mind, but everybody has, who's ever lived has already figured out everything that we can. Oh. Like that makes Thank no you. fucking sense at all. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I I feel like I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but like my boss is an, is normal, right? And so right. I love telling her, I'm like, oh, you would not believe the close-mindedness in a community that literally believes in Bigfoot and, and nuts and bolts UFOs. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, and and it just, it, it seems wild too. And, you know, I know that the, the Newkirks are big advocates of this. It seems wild too, that there are so many people who look at the world and they think all of the social structures that we've built, like, yeah, we already got those right. 
but like maybe we don't know the exact truth about time loops right. and like they're hiding it from us like what the really do you really think that do you really think that we figured out how to live in a society with black people but we haven't figured out time loops like oh, oh my oh my god <laughs> oh my god thank you thank you so much because <laughs> like this, this is the kind of stuff that drives me wild too because again like I've always been interested in paranormal things in occult things you know I used to obsessively watch x-files like in the original run like I it's been a part of my life for a long time and also in college I was studying sociology and women's studies and psychology and and really gravitated towards you know theories again so much of feminist theory that I studied is you know intersectional anti-racist like truly understanding like okay let's deconstruct what we think we know in society, what we think we know about each other. Like so much of what we are taught is just like a system to support the people on top. So let's exactly. deconstruct all these things. And so, yeah, it's so wild to see people just like, oh, well, okay, let me tell you what's a government conspiracy. And it's like, <laughs> what about what systemic about inequality? Redlining. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, like we have proof of this yes what about exactly. gendered violence like we know that those are conspiracies like oh. literally people are conspiring to make those things happen <laughs> but like no it's like the disclosure thing like that's the big that's where they're pulling the wool over our eyes <laughs> for sure that's where they're trying to get us exactly <laughs> yeah like it, it it just i and and like to focus on that Yep. And to focus on these things when it's like, no, people's lives are at stake right now. Exactly. Their lives. Like, cool. You want to believe in ghosts? Cool. UFOs? Cool. All of it? Cool. You are here right now with other people who are here right now. <laughs> Everybody's dealing <laughs> with different varying levels of shit, depending on where they are and like hegemonic pyramid of power. Yep. Right. Uh, maybe pay attention to that too. Well, I mean, so, so I think about all this stuff every day. This is part of what I do in my work uh, is talking about diversity issues. Um, so, I mean, for me, it's just so natural that everything that I do runs through the lens of like, how are people thinking about systems of oppression? How are we treating each other? How are we making space for each other? And not just from, I mean, race and gender are easy to think about because yeah. you can yeah. see them, yes. they're visible, but like also thinking about like, we, there's an episode of um, Kindred Spirits. That's my favorite episode of Kindred Spirits where the, the ghost in the house didn't speak English. So they kept trying to like communicate with this ghost and they weren't getting anywhere and they ended up doing research to find that the original homeowner was Polish. So they found a, a they found a medium who spoke Polish who came in and was able to communicate to this guy. These people aren't trying to destroy your house. They're remodeling the kitchen so that it's modern yes. and the activity stopped. So I mean setting aside how you conceive of of ghost activity even if you think it's literally only dead people yeah. like just thinking about something simple like what language do you speak and how can i meet you where you're at is so important so 
if you can believe that, why can't you believe that about your neighbor, who's a like real flesh and blood person, who you can have an easy conversation with? Oh my God, exactly. <laughs> or the guy who owns the convenience store down the street, or uh, something like that. The, uh, I, we're blowing my mind. Like. <laughs> <laughs> This is the only stuff I care about. Like, I, I love paranormal stuff, occult stuff, obviously, but it is the, these social issues that are intentionally, like we're, we're made to be ignorant of these things in order to perpetuate, again, these systems of inequality. Yep. And so picking at that, poking at it, bringing it to light, like that is where real power is. That to me, that's also a magical act, right? You're just like, exactly. you're this thing and you're saying like, oh, I'm not supposed to look at this and I'm not supposed to talk at it. Guess what? Here, I've got your real, like your fairy name now. <laughs> like, <laughs> this has no control over me anymore, right? Right. Or and even, that, oh, go ahead. even to think about it from like a, an occult perspective or a mystical perspective, like thinking through your internal biases and your, your own unconscious biases, like that's inner alchemy. Yes. you're reflecting on yourself and yes. doing the internal work that you need to to be the best version of yourself like shouldn't we all be aspiring to that isn't that the whole point of magic <laughs> right. in general right? <laughs> like again it's like i you know because some people they're like well i control the weather it's like cool are you even in control of your own brain and your own thoughts <laughs> Are, like, maybe, uh, do you know what your biases are and whether right. society has put them in your brain? Like, <laughs> it's, it's such a, it's like the, the great work, like you said, it's that inner alchemy. It's, yeah. and, and it's also, again, tying into what we were talking about at the top of this idea of like magic, like, okay, is this a thing that was give, given to us hundreds, thousands of years ago that we're just reenacting? Or is it an ongoing process and an ongoing dialogue that evolves with our understanding? So again, it's similar to like, okay, you have to do that internal work. Like if you, especially if you grew up where, you know, with a racist family or sexism, any of that, which we all did by the way. And, right. but if you're not aware of it, you can't fight against it. And you're not fully in control of who you are in your own mind. Like, exactly. This is very, like, to me, this is very basic like, it's very simple, <laughs> and it's essential and it's just not talked about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, even thinking about like, like, let, let's live in a fantasy world where none of this is an issue. Just the, the basic idea that like, we didn't figure out like indoor plumbing until like 200 years ago, but we like had all of the secrets of the universe and the way that like reality itself works, like make that make sense. <laughs> <laughs> like just make it make sense. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. I want that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> because yes, exactly. <laughs> Like, I, again, you can believe, and I, and I do, that, you know, a spiritual creature in a meat sack. But, like, again, the ancient Egyptians, they just took that brain right out when somebody died because they're like, right. this is useless. <laughs> 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 it's an ongoing process. It's, again, I, I, it, but people get caught up. I, th yeah. I think so much ego gets wrapped up in this. And it's like, you got to leave that at the door if you really want to get to an understanding of 
again, of each other. That's all that really matters ultimately, right? The relationship right. that we have with each other. Are we fostering good communities? Are we, do we care about community, right? What does community really mean? Yes. The, the, working together is part of an ongoing dialogue with each other and with ourselves. It's not just like, okay, it's done. It's, yeah, it's figured out, right? <laughs> right, the OTO got it or whatever, you know, right. they, they, we just got to keep that, they, they figured it out. No, they, they knew what they knew at the time in that historical milieu, in that cultural milieu. Things have changed. Things are exactly. constantly changing. Our beliefs should too, our systems should. Yeah, but I mean, like I, I, everything that you just said, yes, like, yes, absolutely. But also it takes for granted that all of us are like rowing in the same direction and we're clearly not yeah. because there are clearly some people who look at the whole setup and think, well, I know where, where power can lie for me. So like, let me make sure I keep the door shut as tightly as I can so I can keep getting mine. And like, that seems like that's part of what like, going backwards to Egypt or Sumeria or Babylon or even Greece or Rome. Like it's all about saying like, I figured out everything that can be figured out. Uh -huh. So you have, if you want the secrets, you gotta go through me. Oh, yes. Which oh is basically God, yes. the, the same as racism. It's basically the same as the way that sexism or homophobia or transphobia work that it's about saying I know the right way to be and you're not it. Yes. Right. Right. And 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 using a historical sources tradition in order to justify their biases and again that fear of relinquishing whatever control you think you have. Again, I always I say it that way because it's like so many people think they have power and it's like yes, you have like a little little bit but unless right. you're at the tippy top, uh, you know, unless you're part of one of those like 200 billionaire families, like in the world, you got nothing. It's all going to be taken away at any point, <laughs> right? You ultimately have nothing, but you have this illusion of power that you can maintain in order to make yourself feel important or better, as opposed to, again, fostering like real connections with people. Like, like what is real freedom? I, I, this is another thing I think about a lot. Like, yep. Like, and what does freedom mean? And are you free if it's at the expense of others, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I mean, I think that a thing that's just so tough for me to reckon with is like those questions should and can be at the center of like Philema, of like ultimately like what does it mean for us to treat every man and every woman or really let's update it every person every person yes. as a star yes it, it's giving everybody granting everybody the autonomy to do whatever it is that they need to do yes. but like how do you do that you can't just do that by saying everybody can do whatever they want it's fine <laughs> like eventually that's not going to work eventually somebody's going to say well what i want to do is steal all your stuff. Right. Or what I wanna do is just kill you because I don't like your face. Right. So how do, right. We, how do we work through that? And I think that Thelema has built into it enough mm -hmm. to like start people going. But again, if you don't wanna do that, you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
it's when I when I talked to Iris Sonia Moon, I, I was not familiar with the concept of reclaiming or the tradition of reclaiming witchcraft. Mm -hmm. And it really spoke to me because it was this idea that, okay, we're just we keep learning as we go along, you know, even the principles of reclaiming that is constantly being updated because again, our understanding is constantly changing. And this idea of living traditions to me is very powerful, right? It's, it, it's important to interrogate and have a dialogue again with what you think, even who you think you are to make sure like, okay, is this really mine? Or is this something that society has put in my brain that I think is mine and that isn't really mine. And so it, it, yes, it would, cause I don't, I don't know much about Thelema at all, but it's it like, it seems to what you're saying, like, yeah, we have to, um, it can't just be the books, right? It's like people right. are still practicing it. And what is the, the, it's hard to say community because I know there's so many different offshoots, but like, okay, if we have a certain belief system and we have certain principles, like what do we do to enshrine those moving forward again, to make sure that people are taken care of, that we have a community, that, that people are respected, regardless of what they look like. Um, and, and, you know, cause you had talked about like ableism too, like how do mm -hmm. we update these texts to make them accessible? It's not about watering down the material. It's about uh, presenting them to, to people, right. In a way exactly. that they can, they can absorb. Right. And I mean, like, like Thelema is a great way to talk about this that like i mean so first of all when we talk about philema there's people talking about philema as a religion people talking about it as a philosophy and people talking about it as like kind of a, like a magical technology mm -hmm. and in theory crowley imagined it as being all three at the same time but none of those mm -hmm. and that's its own thought experiment that you can go through yes. um but thinking about it from a religious standpoint like we basically have no infrastructure like the oto exists but there are like 2300 people who are in the oto all across the planet okay yeah there are fewer people than that in the like tiny podunk town that i live in in florida <laughs> yeah so like <laughs> there's basically no thelemites uh and that's if we just count people who are in the oto if we count solitary people, people who are in all of the offshoots, which are almost all tiny anyway. I mean, it's still probably 10,000 people, wow. maybe a little okay. bit more than that. Yeah. It's like, it's not a lot of people. Yeah. So there's not the same kind of infrastructure that if you were like a Buddhist or a Christian, right. that you would say, if you were talking to somebody new or talking to somebody who's trying to refresh their understanding, you would say, come to church with me come to temple with me. We'll mm -hmm. listen to our religious leader talk. They'll give us some ideas. We'll have a conversation with other people. Like you can't, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because like with, with who? I mean, there's yeah. the state of North Carolina is not a small state. There's one OTO lodge for the entire state of North Carolina. Oh and it's not in the largest city in North Carolina. It's in Raleigh. Oh, no. <laughs> right. And and I think there's good reason for that. There are some big name Thelemites that live in Raleigh. Sure. But most people who live in North Carolina don't live in Raleigh. So yeah. like everybody's got to travel oh, like God. that. No, that's yeah. not going to work. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, but like, if I think about, again, the town I live in, 
has it's it's small. There are seven thousand people who live in this town. There are seven churches. So like like it's super easy if you're trying to find Christianity here to find that. Right. Yes. But like Thelema is really hard. So like of course reckoning with how we build the right kinds of structures to help people self-discover whether it's that they have ADHD or um, some sort of learning difference or thinking about I mean I know a barrier for me exploring Crowley for a little while is that as a black person I just ex- expect that if I like am reading a right a white writer from before 1950, yeah. they might say something bigoted. It, yes. So like that that that's a barrier, and I'm yes. I'll be honest, that's a barrier for me sharing Crowley with family members, with friends, okay. because like I know even if I say like, look, it's fine, that they'd be like, mm, but is it really fine? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or are you trying to convert me to something like? <laughs> <laughs> of course <laughs> yeah and it's just i mean breaking down those barriers is how we get to have enough people that like people can start taking us seriously yes. breaking down those barriers is how we get to a point where i mean i think every thelemite knows that even in the the broader a culture mm-hmm. people think we're like weird and crazy <laughs> So like yeah. part of like breaking down that just like that basic barrier of like, no, I'm like just as normal of a weirdo as you are, is like if there are more than four of us. Right. And maybe like more than two different kinds of thelemites. Right. <laughs> and not just, right. and I mean, I, I love goths. I am <laughs> a recovering goth girl. Uh, I take a lot of instruction and a lot of a lot of teaching from a lot of goths, but like everybody's not a goth. So like, how do we build enough space aesthetically in Thelema for somebody who like likes hip hop or like is really into the color pink, <laughs> or, or, or like is okay with going out in the daytime? Like, how do we how do we build enough space? just for people to just be different in like boring ways that people are different. I, oh, okay, I, 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 aside from like the pure comedy of this, <laughs> my heart in like all the best ways as also a recovering goth who never really fit in because I always felt, I'm like, okay, sure, I'm gonna listen to Nine Inch Nails, but do I have to put on mascara? You know, like, I, it's it's like there's this certain type of uniform right for like yes. a subculture right and so you're talking about like Thelema like yes it's like okay do we all need to do the red bold lip and the the black eyeliner and like again the goth clothes and those like platform demonia boots like do we, <laughs> like we all don't fit that you know call me 20 years ago I'd be game but now like no uh, yeah <laughs> no um, and like yeah. And like, I, I think, I think it's really easy for somebody to, who, for whom like all these spaces are really comfortable yeah. to l- listen to these conversations and think, okay, well, what does it matter? Like, that's a lot of aesthetic stuff or that, like, we know racism is a problem, but like, like we're all people and like, I'm not racist. 
So like I, I'm open to treating everybody like on their own terms. But if there's not the space for people to be different like that, yes. one, they won't come. And then two, we end up getting the same 12 ideas about what magic can be. We end up getting the self, same 12 ideas about what it means to, what it even, what even we're talking about when we talk about the great work. Yes. We get the same 12 ideas about what a good ritual is. We get the same 12 ideas about basically everything. And then that's how we get stuck in this loop of like, actually the Egyptians figured this all out. Cause like, <laughs> we're talking to the same 12 people who believe that the Egyptians already figured it out. Oh my God. I, oh my God. Thank you so much. Because, <laughs> yes. And this, again, to, to, to broaden it out a little bit, I feel the same way about the paranormal and the occult. Yes. Yes. It is, it is so much of it is like white dudes from a, a specific class, right? And at like a, a certain type of upbringing. And so they all have pretty similar ideas because of their cultural milieu, because of, again, all these intersecting systems of domination, right? And then they're like, oh, well, nobody in the field is saying anything new and interesting. It's like, because you aren't talking to people who don't look like you. Right. So if you did, you'd hear all sorts of interesting, really cool <laughs> ideas. I promise you, right? Right. It's, it's that, and I, I even, I'm going to even take it further out because I am also a nerd, right? And I've been to anime conventions and I've been to comic book conventions, right? Everybody, like, let's talk about this, uniforms. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm a huge nerd too. It's yes, exactly. It's, yes. You get the same four anime that everybody likes that are about the same two things yeah you get people loving the same like three comic book characters yes and like right. thinking about those comic book characters in the same way yeah that like you don't get uh you don't get any innovation you don't get anybody thinking new cool thoughts that's it and it just i mean it feels like did you, like did you even like pay attention while you were watching star trek oh that's <laughs> like oh my god thank you yes that's the big one for me like, <laughs> i grew up watching next generation like uh, don't start with any like like those articles about like woke star trek i'm like did were you literally not watching were you in a coma while the team was on because that's the only way you could say that like, right i mean there's a there's a reason why star trek was the only primetime television show that dr king would let his kids watch Right. And that was, I mean, we act like Dr. King was alive a thousand years ago. So like, it's been with us for exactly a long time, but at the same time, not that long ago. That, uh, also <laughs> that, right, <laughs> right. It, it, that, that's the, the, the weird thing about all of this to me too, because again, I remember when like conversations about um, trans identity and queer identity I was only hearing about that in women's studies classes. Yep. And now it's everywhere. These conversations are everywhere. And again, not that long, but feels like, like it's, the, it's that weird time kind of dilation, right? Where it like feels forever ago, but it really wasn't that long ago. Like, I don't think people really get like, no, the cult, there's been a huge culture shift and like, it's great. But I think a lot of people are kind of getting whiplash because they are not used to this you know? Yeah. It's, oh gosh, I feel like I could talk to you about so many different things. <laughs> but, but yeah, to get back to, and my ADHD brain is just like firing on all cylinders right now, but like to get back to this idea of 
again, community um, and who are we talking to, right? Mm -hmm. If, like you said, if it's just the same people who are talking about the same anime and, and they get threatened by somebody with a different idea and a different opinion and react in, in that, from that place of being threatened, of course, more diverse voices don't hang out with them because why would you? Like I kept so many of my interests to myself because I was just so sick of being dismissed as a woman at at every turn. It's like, really? You're in these nerd cultures because you're rejecting like society and you're just reproducing the same structures? And fuck off. Like exactly the outrage of that. Like like this should be a place for true exploration, intellectual exploration, right? Like, oh, but you're just going to just take all these biases wholesale and just keep them. Right. Like, what's the point of that? Yeah. Yeah. But then, I mean, so yes, like, yes, a billion times all that. (laughs) But at the same time, I mean, and I think this is a problem in, in nerd spaces. This is a problem in paranormal spaces and occult spaces too, that because those spaces can be kind of small sometimes, that you also get people who are like having too broad of a conception of community where it starts mm-hmm. including people that like maybe you're not actually in, in community with them though yeah and we don't have good mechanisms for people to be able to say like we kind of like the same thing but like definitely not in the same way yeah so you stay right where you're at and i'm gonna go over there with some other people that i know yeah. oh are all on the same page as I am. Yes. And I'm not saying that you're bad, but I am saying we aren't sitting at the same table. And that's yes. okay. Yes. Yes. And it just, I, I think yeah. it leads to a lot of, a lot of the reproduction of a lot of then bias where mm-hmm. people are like, well, we know that, we know that Tommy isn't like super okay with gay people but like he does love aliens. So we're gonna let him keep coming around as long as he doesn't talk about gay people too badly. Right. Because he, he just, he gets what we're talking about, about disclosure. <laughs> so like, if you are gay, I hope you're okay with Tommy, maybe sometimes using the F slur because like sometimes he does it but he he means well and like he just really thinks that we're right around the corner on disclosure and he's got a guy who works at the pentagon who knows some stuff so like if we alienate him we lose lose this just like great information resource so like i just like I, i really hope you can sit with the fact that like he might not think you're a full person because he knows where the, he knows where the alien cave base task, task force is. Oh my god! I think I'm gonna faint. <laughs> <laughs> this. <laughs> oh my god! That like I there's no way I can top like exactly. Like I said, I spend all day every day thinking about all of the ways that people can be bigoted against each other. So yes. I, I end up having to make a lot of jokes about it because like, <laughs> otherwise I would, I would jump off of several bridges. Of 
Of course. Well, and this is, I, I, I so appreciate, I mean, clearly you think about this all the time. So of course you're right. conceptualizing this, but I so appreciate you saying this because yeah, it's, it, again, I, I'm a white woman, right? But even, but as a woman, like, mm-hmm. oh, well, he makes those jokes, but he, you know, again, but he really knows what he's talking about in terms of this anime, this occult work, the aliens, whatever. And it's like, oh, oh, cool. So I, I'm just supposed to put just up with, with that. It. Yeah. Yes. Right. For him, like, I have to make these <laughs> sacrifices for that guy. That right. one of you actually really like, but you think you have access to some interest. And I guess it, I guess it goes back to the same thing about like we've already figured it all out. Like all the information already exists. So right. this one guy who, despite the fact that he's a raging bigot, and like you said, nobody even likes him. Right. Like we just assume like he's the only person who knows the the secrets to where like Bigfoot is hanging out with Abraham Lincoln. That like if we don't keep him around, then we have nothing, I guess. I don't know. It it doesn't even seem like clear what is missing without this person. Oh my God. Thank you. (laughs) This is what I've never been able to figure out. It's like, okay. Uh, again, even if you aren't the target of this person's bigotry, I have never met a single one of those people that everyone actually liked. Yeah. And it's like, what do you, what are you worried about losing here? Right. Cause it's like, okay, you may, even if he does have access to like the secrets of the Atlanteans or whatever, like, wouldn't you rather, again, if we're, we're dealing with these meat sacks on this planet, wouldn't you rather cultivate relationships with people and not force other people to have to just like suck it up and deal with bigotry? Like, isn't that way more interesting to have conversations again with people that you see as full people and don't think that they should just like steal it and deal with it? Like, it's like, no, I have to deal with that every moment of every day. Like right. I, I want a space where I can just be weird and hang out with other weird friends and not have to f- be faced with that again. Like it's, it's so, it's so strange to me. I, and again, that so many people are afraid of calling that out um, and, 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 and doing something about it. It's like, Hey, you, no, you're not welcome here. If you if you think these things, if you're saying these things, that this is not the, no, like this can't be your space also. Like if we value human life, there's no space for this here. Right, right. And like, I think, I think some of why people get afraid is like, it's fair enough that it comes, I think comes from a place sometimes of like believing the slippery slope that today it's Ryan who has like some bad opinions about Latinx people, but tomorrow maybe it's, you know, the next person who's said some stuff about trans people that they weren't themselves bigoted, but they just don't know yet. And then like slowly but surely it's everybody until nobody's left. But that, that seems like it comes from a really bleak place of believing that like, every minoritized person is just like out for blood 
Yeah. Which I mean, I don't I don't think any of us are. <laughs> I right? just don't. I just don't want to be called slurs. <laughs> like, the bar is pretty low. Yeah, it's so low. It's not quite rolling on the ground yet, but like it's really it's low. Real low. Yeah, it's exactly. Really, really low. <laughs> well, that it's, and I think um, so. A, a book I love is my grandmother's hands, <laughs> and the way the author talks about how again, we should look at racism in terms of upbringing and, and kind of decouple it from the idea of being, um, you know, like a personal flaw, right? And yes. I see that with all forms of bigotry because being called a racist slur is not equivalent to being called a racist, but a lot right. of white people act like it is. And it's like, no, this is just part of your upbringing, right? Again, my sociology background, it's like, we live in a society that is ableist, that is misogynist, that is racist, that is transphobic, that is homophobic. That is the reality of the world we live in. You are going to absorb some of that. That's the reality. You also have the power to fight against it, right? Yes. To, to yes. decolonize your brain, right? You have that ability. So, so yes, it, 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 again, like to, to, to not feel like personally attacked if somebody is calling you out for bigoted language or for some like kind of dodgy beliefs like that, it, it, again, it's like, how can, how can people just not take personal offense, right? Like that concern, it's like, no, just like, listen, when somebody then brings it to your attention, like, hey, you've been misgendering this person, like, oh, good. Thank you for telling me I will stop doing that. Right. Like, right. It's like, I don't know, I guess just assume that people will actually have a conversation with you, as opposed to just immediately shun you and you're out. Like, yeah, like, again, if you built a relationship with people, they, they do not really want to be like no i'm done with you it's like right they're gonna check in with you first if they care about <laughs> you <laughs> and if they don't check in with you first maybe you didn't really have a relationship with that person right and your beliefs are a little dodgier than even you are aware of and that's that to me that last part that's the big one like i think that there are a lot so i'm a non-binary person mm -hmm. i understand that for a lot of people like they and them are plural plural nouns yeah. so like they're just like they're they're trying to get it in gear to like understand that that's not well that that's never been the case and that they're just now being hip to it right when people make that mistake of using the wrong pronouns for me yeah. like okay like did did you catch yourself yeah cool great yeah. did i have to correct you i mean less great but like <laughs> as long as you're like whoops my bad or wow i didn't mean anything by that like i'm sorry like cool let's keep talking about halo or yeah. whatever other nonsense we were talking about like yes. that is a temporary disruption yes but it's when you like when you're like well, I'm not a bad person. Okay, well, nobody was saying that you were a bad person. So why uh, why did you just telling yourself? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we? Yes. Like oh it, it's God. not it's not the like the first mistake that like people get upset about. It's the like it, the third time of doubling down on like 
oh, but it, like, I'm not a, I'm not a bad person. I've like, I'm not a racist. I've had four black people over my house. And it's like, if you know how many black people have been in your house, guess what? You're probably a racist. <laughs> oh my God, yes. Like if you're counting, if you have like, like is there a bouncer? Do you have a clicker? <laughs> you have your like your your race clicker where you're making keeping track. Cause that's ridiculous. And you know who does that? Bigots do that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I, I don't know how to more emphatically <laughs> everything that you're saying. Again, this is this is the kind of stuff that I think about all the time. Like yeah. because it again, it is this ongoing process of revealing, uncovering, unearthing, like, oh, this is a really bad thing that I was raised to believe. I don't want to do this anymore. So yep. weed it, right? Yep in the compost you don't need it like yeah and you have that power yep working absolutely yeah and and like you said it's not it's it's so much of it is about building human connections but it's also about like just learning about how to quote tenny how weird the world is and how much weirder it is than you thought it was yeah i mean i think i think so much about like cryptids and the the kinds of cryptids that we talk about, and like so, I'm I'm originally from the South Side in Chicago. Oh, cool! <laughs> I live in Evanston. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think about so much like that. Nobody ever talks about there being like some weird monster in the alleys on the South Side. Which could there be? Sure, why not? Like. Yeah. Right. If if there's weird stuff in the middle of the woods in Wyoming or mm -hmm. in the middle of the desert in Arizona, why couldn't there also be weird stuff in the hood? Right. But we'll never know because so many cryptozoologists come from the same kind of background where they're not used to interacting with black and brown people to just be, even be able to ask the question yes. fluently what's the weirdest thing that you saw in your neighborhood yes because like like i mean like if you're from again if you're from the hood like yeah. or if you're from just like any part of a city yes. and you're and you've been there for a long time you probably know about maybe it's not that there was like this weird really big rat but it didn't look like a rat that was like scurrying around maybe it's that there were weird sounds and lights coming from a house and it happened like every third day for a month. Yes. And no one knows what it is. So like, how is that not high strangeness? Maybe yeah. it's that there's there's a story about uh, a gang member who everybody was pretty sure died, but like people kept seeing him. Yeah. That's just a ghost, right? Like, yes. but we don't talk about the like black and brown ghosts. Why do we never talk about we know how many people built the transcontinental railroad and that yeah. most of those people were chinese yes where are the chinese ghosts in colorado or right. in Utah or wyoming or kansas oh, like right. we we never have these conversations about yes. to put it bluntly the weird shit that non-white people see yes exactly Yes. And so so we're subsequently missing all of this like potentially like super neat, 
super wild stuff that like exists because it didn't happen in rural Ohio or in Salem, Massachusetts or in the Pacific Northwest. Yes. 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 And and it just seems like that should be infuriating. Like if you really love like weird stuff, like shouldn't you be absolutely, absolutely pissed that like they are keeping all this weird stuff from you because it happened in Baltimore or in Detroit or in New Orleans, but like the black part of New Orleans, not the white part of New Orleans. Exactly. Like. Exactly. Exactly. And I feel like, I feel like I, not specifically to this, but I feel like I have seen people say like, well, like UFOs, perfect example. It's like, uh, black people have seen UFOs. Why don't we have more of those stories, right? The most, the most famous <laughs> yes. UFO encounter, like Barney Hill is black, yes. like a whole black person and like a black person from New Hampshire. So that's like a, another level of weirdness. Like, where did he come from? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But like, I mean, black people have seen UFOs. Like I didn't learn about this until two months ago. My mom is like 100% sure that the day my grandmother died, she astral projected and like told my mom a bunch of information. Super weird, right? Oh my God, yes. But like, we still act like black people don't have those experiences. Yes, exactly. (laughs) We act and, and like, we don't, when we have these conversations, we often talk about them in terms of like, black people and white people we don't even consider that asian people are real oh my god yes right we like we i mean in general in our society don't talk about native people like they're real yes like that's that's like a past tense conversation Uh, every time every time yes unless you want to talk about skinwalkers or like some uh indian burial ground or something like that Yes. But then again, it's like very removed and like this is like that very unique weirdness that those people think about on the res or that we made up it, because yes. it's it's more exciting than just saying that some people died here or that like I just got a bad vibe. It, oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. All all of these fetishized racial stereotypes like narratives it it, like you said this othering it's like not even people right or something in the past I I I remember in high school we had this little interim I went to a weird private high school we had this like little interim session and it was all about studying Native Americans and it was driving me crazy because it was all in past tense like these are people who are still alive and have thriving communities all over yep. <laughs> like yep. this isn't an, again this is an ancient egypt right like, <laughs> i i can go talk to people right now <laughs> it's easy it's yeah. easy and most of them speak speak great english too so like exactly. like never been easier yeah you just have to be willing to have a a normal human conversation with another person I, who maybe doesn't look exactly like you and that that it's like why is it again especially when you're talking about ufos and bigfoots and fairies and all of these things why is the scariest thing talking to somebody who doesn't look like you 
because yep. that's what a lot of the what a lot of people I see in the field they're acting like it's like really right like the cognitive dissonance I just can't even I can't even <laughs> form a sentence right now because I can't <laughs> comprehend it like how do you not how, how, again, how are you not engaging, especially if you care about stories? Like you yep. said, if you, like, there is all of this information, there is, all, there are all of these stories, all this literature, all this data, right? If you care about getting a complete picture about any of these things, you have to talk to everyone because yep. they all have stories. It's not like it isn't happening. Again, like, are you someone people can talk to? Right? Because yep. again, like, again, sociology, that background of like, okay, how are you interviewing people? How are you talking to people? How are your biases coming out while you're interviewing people? Are they going to talk to you based off of how you're treating them? Like, you have to be aware of all of these things. And again, fostering, again, if somebody doesn't look like you and, and, and isn't from the same background you are, like, okay, talk to them, right? And, and be yep. willing to confront whatever you have inside of you to, and put that aside again, decenter yourself so you can have a real conversation with somebody. Yep. Because that wealth of knowledge is out there. People just don't, they don't engage. Exactly. <laughs> but we can't, we can't have that, this conversation without acknowledging that, <sighs> I don't have a dog in this fight, so it's easy for me to talk about it. That like the travel channel and that disco uh, the discovery channel and that yes. sci-fi and that a lot of the like big mass media things that are the way that most people experience the paranormal and high strangeness. Yes. That they also make deliberate decisions to tell stories almost exclusively about uh about again people who are in massachusetts or in mm -hmm. rural ohio or like yes. maybe sometimes you'll get people talking about the pacific northwest maybe they'll talk about the south but it's only like the parts of the south with lots of white people mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or plantations right which is differently difficult uh yes. so i mean like like there is also something artificially limiting the realm of the plausible for a lot of people yes right. that unfortunately is like it does come back to a profit motive that yes. these these entertainment companies know that tight shirt baggy pants like that's what <laughs> that's what a ghost hunter is supposed to look like. And that the body in that tight shirt and those baggy pants like is a white guy, mm -hmm. unless it's the ghost brothers. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like yes. it, 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 it's true that individual people have to do the work to sort of decolonize their whole mindset yeah. and to really like take the time to listen to people who aren't like them and to search those stories out. But it's also true that like most people who are into the paranormal, like the extent to which they really focus on it is on Saturday at eight o'clock when they sit down to watch Ghost Adventures. Yeah. And that's sort of it. So if all of their all they're getting is this one show or this one set of shows, 
then they're they're getting the same stuff. And even if they consume maybe a little bit more broadly, I mean, more than likely then you're watching the History Channel and then you're getting mm -hmm. Ancient Aliens or you're getting, uh, yeah. you know, my yeah. toaster is a portal to hell or Bigfoot stole my dog or something like that. I don't know. Like you're getting, you're getting like the same 12 things that like reify the same three stories that are either every, every sighting of a weird animal Mm -hmm. because definitely every cryptid is just a weird animal mm -hmm. happens in the middle of nowhere in Wyoming or Alaska or Arizona or somewhere where nobody lives yes or everybody who thinks about ghosts is a white guy or the ghost brothers or mm -hmm. Amy Bruni yeah right. <laughs> exactly and like like if it is a lady like she's definitely with a dude yeah. She's Always. definitely with the dude. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Because definitely women can't, like, they can't sense the ghosts without oh. a, a man, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, right. there's something important about that, like, weird gender thing that just, like, makes the ghost go, like, no, thank you. I'm done. <laughs> I don't want to talk just to a lady. <laughs> that would be weird. You know, but if they retain their biases in death, it <laughs> no, no, and that's and that's a very fair point. That's a really super duper fair point. <laughs> but I have a feeling that that's not what the Travel Channel is thinking about. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. It's well, and it's such a it's that that's a whole other thing too because it's so wild to me. Again, every time like a new Fast and Furious movie comes out. It's got a super diverse cast. And of course, it, 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 you know, box office records, and whatever. And so many executives are still terrified of the idea of putting people who aren't white men on TV, in movies. Right. And, 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 and holding up any other type of person as an authority, right? And it's like, all you have to do is look at the data, right? Like people are actually out there and they're hungry to see themselves represented on screen. Right. They want to see more diverse casts. And the people who don't, again, again, I rant a lot about people chasing bigot books because I think <laughs> that is a huge issue in the UFO and the occult yes. community. Yes. Where like, okay, well, maybe we're not racist, but we're not going to call the racism out because like these people have money and they like to spend when they think that somebody agrees with their terrible views like but on the other hand like how many black people saw black panther like nine times because they were like this movie cannot fail i need this to succeed like oh my God, exactly exactly went, when when black panther came out i went to uh i was still living in chicago and i yeah. went to the uh i forget what the movie theater is called but it's the only movie movie theater that's in chatham Oh, um, oh my gosh, yes. So the middle of like black middle class Chicago life. Yes. I went to the like Thursday preview. You would have thought that I was at like a Hollywood premiere. Like people were like <gasps> dressed up, but like not dressed up like comic book convention dressed up. Like people were dressed up like I am going to a major event oh and I want to be God. seen. Yes. 
Yes. And like, like you could tell, like there was so much energy there, and like people were like, obviously, yeah. if you were there, you bought your ticket. Of course. And like yeah. people were walking out and talking about how they were gonna go see it again. And then we know, yeah. we know, because we have the box office receipts, we know that that movie made a bajillion dollars. Exactly. Exactly. And that like it doesn't matter if Black Panther two is good or not. It... Like we're gonna go see it. <laughs> because because like what else are we gonna see like where else are we gonna get a movie that's like got a whole lot of different kinds of black people living in africa yes exactly who aren't like doing mining blood and diamonds or like talking about a real thing that actually happened but it happened 40 years ago yes or like right. something really sad right <laughs> Oh like, my God! Right, <laughs> right. And, and that that and that, I mean that that's true for it's true for Black people, but it's true for all sorts of people of color. It's true for women. Yes. It's true for queer people. Yes. Like, how much on the internet do people talk about like wanting the one show where like it's, the queer person doesn't die? Oh my God! Right, <laughs> right. Yes. So like like you don't have to chase the bigot bucks because the the not bigot bucks are like right there they're right there it's it's yeah. a huge pile of money just like ready to be taken oh my god egg <laughs> thank you exactly exactly because i also think about how black panther spawned um wakanda con right like mm -hmm. this idea of black futurism or like we're gonna do a whole conference on this and like it was a success right like right? like people want again representation matters again as a chaos magician right like these symbols matter yes. and to have them out there and to have them for everyone is important right it is a yep. source of power it's something to look up to it is like a way to imagine a new life for yourself and a new way for the world to be like you could you can only succeed by doing that exactly but if you just want to keep reinforcing again the same systems of oppression sure <laughs> Zach Baggins, another show. <laughs> and, and and I mean, I think I think what stands to be said is that it seems like Zach Baggins is a very nice man uh, who has a great sense of humor about himself and knows that he's like ridiculous and like good for him. But Honestly. also like like maybe maybe there's another person, maybe some literally anybody else could host yes. a show. Oh my God, exactly, exactly, yes. Because there are so many people who are interested in this. Like, exactly. I, I, I just find them on Twitter, you know? Right? Like, it's not hard. <laughs> They're out there. <laughs> right, like Alex Matsuo, like, let's give her a show. Um, She's great. You. Exactly, yes. And she knows her shit, like. Right. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> Easy, let's do it, like, why not? exactly but tight shirt baggy pants <laughs> like that's that's what it's gotta look like because <laughs> if it doesn't got... look like that people just like won't know that it's ghost hunting <laughs> shut up right <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't know what i'm looking at she's talking but i don't understand these words i'm just gonna Parents, watch it what i don't i don't get it Give me portal to hell. I understand that. 
this is a formula my brain can follow. <laughs> we'll and, it, and it's got Ozzy's kid in it, and he seems nice. He's a nice <laughs> man, right? So, like, we'll just do that. That's a lot easier than trying to figure out what this what this lady is saying. And like, what even is she? I, I mean, she kind of looks white, but she's not. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't you could know. just put her in a tight shirt and baggy pants. Maybe right? then I'd understand. <laughs> it's just so disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> and and like we like we keep coming back to just like if people could get over this, we could like see so much more weird stuff, which yes. is what we all say we want. It's all we all say that we like crave. Yes, exactly. It's just like more weird bullshit. <laughs> But we like pass it up because it's not coming in the right wrapping or the wrong kind of person is talking about it. And I mean, we've talked a lot about a lot of immutable characteristics, but like we don't talk a lot about how, <clears throat> excuse me, how we talk about uh, like who in West Virginia gets to talk about the weird stuff that they see. Is it only yeah. wealthy people in West Virginia or only middle-class people in West Virginia? Or are we like really talking to poor people too? Oh my gosh, exactly. Yes. And the weird stuff that poor people talk about. Uh, it, it, well, and also like I just like a month ago became aware of the fact that like paranormal and occult, a lot of these conferences, they don't pay their speakers. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, like that alone, again, talk about structural inequality, right? Yep. Where you're just like, oh yeah, these people don't get a voice unless you have the money, the disposable income to pay your way into a conference where you can speak. Right. People aren't going to hear you. Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? Like that the, is so offensive. And then even like some of the ones that do say that they pay their people, People are writing bad checks or making oh, promises that they don't intend to keep. Yep. So there again, even if you like went into it thinking like, all right, I can make this, I can make a living for myself doing this, oh my this thing that I love. Yes. And then, oh, my rent payment just bounced because so-and-so uh -huh. didn't, didn't write the check well or didn't intend to pay me in the first place. So they but just didn't pay me. Exactly that. Exactly that. And then you're too scared to talk about it because you think you're going to get blacklisted from other conferences. And then there goes any shot you had of, of, you know, becoming a voice in the community. Exactly. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yes. Right. It's ridiculous. And, and you want to hope that the reason why people do this is just because of incompetence or like making mistakes but like we know that grifters are real yeah. i mean like literally our word for for a certain kind of grifter snake oil salesman is like a product of high strangeness that was <laughs> white people peddling fake hoodoo cures wait what really yes yeah yeah a hundred percent Oh my, oh my God. So like, like we've had grifters, yes. like just like in our midst since forever. Yes. Long, long enough that like, like normies will like use snake oil salesmen as like, that's the word. That's the, that's, that's just the ubiquitous what it's word. Yeah. Yes, exactly. 
<laughs> I oh it's all connected. This is the real conspiracy. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. It's not that like the the chemtrails are like secretly poisoning you because reasons, or like that the government doesn't want you to know that they know about UFOs because reasons. Reason. It's like. It's totally that like there are a handful of like rich assholes who yes. are like pitting you against other people. That's exactly it. Yes. Or who are just like trying to fleece people. Yes. Yeah. It's right there. It's right it, in front of you. It's right. It's, it's right so, there. Yes. It's so mundane. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I guess that's not as exciting as like that. Like there's like a fish man living in the Everglades that like I don't know the state of Florida is hiding from you so that you don't know that there are fish people. <laughs> right, because knowledge of fish people would liberate us all from this capitalist well, that's hell. We'll, right? That's how we'll ascend through the 5D is, exactly. I know I've just opened an, another whole can of nonsense. <laughs> but yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't make, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Right, exactly. And yeah, so much of our community is, and I use the word communities on purpose, plural. Yes. So many of our communities are based on these, like, I don't want to say they're nonsense, because, like, some of them are things that I believe in. That, yeah, like, right. sure, UFOs are real. Like, absolutely. Why couldn't they be? Yeah. But, like, if you can accept that, like, UFOs are real like why couldn't you also accept that like racism has a structural component to it yes. that has nothing to do with sense. like individual people being individually bigoted and that like oh like yeah. compounding systems have like perpetuated adverse outcomes for black and brown people yes. like super easy oh. It's like like not that much more weird or out there than that like there are people from land yellows who came to the earth and had a conversation with like with a, a weird guy in West Virginia. And 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 in contrast to Lanulos, like we have documentation, evidence of policies for centuries. Yep. that have been disenfranchising black and brown people it's right there it, it, it's just historical evidence it's right there yep we oh, also have like the, fir yeah. the first hand accounts of people who were there i mean like oh my god like, exactly redlining was made illegal not that like people stopped doing redlining but redlining was made illegal when my parents were like nine <laughs> like right. like that happened like very within living I, memory of a lot of people like yes literal like gay sex was legalized everywhere in the united states when i was in middle school no i was in high school like that was like not not that long ago i am not that old right. so like right. we know it's right there we can see it people people were there for it it's written down like yes literally like not even in secret buildings in washington dc it's like in like the national archives Right. And you can like just like, go and read the Supreme Court case loving or uh, Lawrence v. Texas and like yes. learn about it. It's right there. It's super it, easy. It's literally right there. <laughs> All you have to do is just accept that your eyes don't lie to you. Oh, 
Yes. <laughs> I, 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 oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't even, I was like, this is the greatest conversation I've had like all month, I think. Yeah. <laughs> this is, because this is, this is exactly how I feel and think about all of these things. Like, like, okay, okay. You want to, you want to play with aliens. You want to play with all these things. Fine. Look at what is in front of you, right? Look at what is, like you said, in the national archive, we have all this, in, we, it's all right there. You want to act like this doesn't exist. And, and if you want to act like real things that we can prove exist, don't exist. What agenda are you trying to, to put forth? Right. 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 Maybe <laughs> examine what is behind that. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I think I think just the next part of the conversation, right, is that like so clearly it's not just me and you. Yeah. Clearly yeah. there are there are tons of people who exist who think this way. So I mean, like it seems like if we all just like actually start talking like we believe this way yes. like that's how we start to build that community that's how we identify like so we are in community together and we can start saying like so i know that ryan thinks some pretty bad things about gay people he's we're we don't have him anymore like we know that he thinks some interesting thoughts about whatever and maybe he'll write a paper or he'll make a YouTube video or like make, do some tweets. And we can like look at those and be like, oh yeah, that's like smart enough. Let's like independently verify that. Cause like maybe he's making it up, but like we don't have to let him sit with us because yeah. ultimately like he's just a person making yeah. observations about the world. And we're also people who can make observations about the world. So maybe yes. we can, see the same things that he did yes before i let you go um is there anything that you want to promote any like websites you want to send people to yeah so my blog where i write about this kind of stuff uh is uh melanatedmagician.wordpress.com uh, you can follow me on twitter at melanatedmag2 um my wife also has a really great art project that she's working on right now. So she's uh, taking the, right now it's just the Major Arcana uh, and using uh, screenshots from Hellier to make portraits and kind of superimpose the Hellier cast uh, on the Major Arcana. It's super great. Um, and her website, and she's gonna kill me for having to look this up so that I'm getting it exactly right. <laughs> is oh no, wildhornsberry.godaddysites.com. Amazing, good. I will link all of those in the description so that people can follow you and follow her. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening and or watching, depending on where you found this podcast. You can find Nick at melanatedmagician.wordpress.com. I'm also going to link their Twitter in the description, as well as the website for their incredibly talented partner. Um, they both are lovely people, and you should give them a follow and be very nice to them. Um, I, I hope you found this conversation as inspiring and, and energizing as I did. 
we talked about incredibly heavy things and we laughed a whole bunch and it was it was pretty incredible and it was also just nice to know that people care about these issues you know that there there are people who want to make sure that paranormal spaces and occult spaces are are welcoming for people who look different, who come from different backgrounds, who have different life experiences, and that we all benefit from from listening to diverse voices from a human perspective, but also from the perspective of learning about the paranormal and developing ideas about the occult. So I hope you keep all of those things in mind and have a playful and curious day.